Remember that time when you went to buy the Xbox? I went with you to buy your first Xbox, Andrew, and you were unsure about it. And I was like, yeah. your buddy with you buying drugs for the first It'll time. It'll be great. But it, It'll be great, man. Yeah. Just spend your money on this. But instead anyway. of drugs, it was an Xbox. And then you're like, all right, man, I'll, I'll do it. And you got, I got the Connect and the, the Xbox, and you convinced me which game to get. And then we ring it all up, and the subtotal is 666. Yeah. I'm like, see, he's perfect, bro. I'm like, well, this isn't good. <laughs> we have to get a Ouija board to counter this voodoo. Dude, we were going to do that, remember? We were going to do it to prove that ghosts weren't real. And then Andrew's we family s- freaked out and started texting him not oh, to dude, do it. Big because time. they big know time. 48 people that were murdered by Ouija boards. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm exaggerating, my- but... We didn't. No, end but up my doing wife it. was like genuinely concerned. <laughs> we were gonna do it in that really creepy house out in the middle of nowhere too. That old yeah, that abandoned crack house, house that yeah. we found hiking in the middle nice. of the Badlands, which is on the part of an old like Oregon Trail type of deal. All the old Western frontiers used to go through this trail, and it's yeah. in an area you can't build; it's blocked up. So it's miles and miles in the middle of nowhere, and it's like a ghost town yeah. in the middle of it. Nobody knows about. I live kind of close to it now. <laughs> I'm on that side of the freeway now. So. That's cool, man. Remember that time like we showed up and somebody tied a noose in there perfectly? Oh, jeez. Like, not yeah, a dude, fake, that was, Yeah. People have died in there for sure. It didn't look okay. I, I don't and you know what? Do that. You know why they put that noose and why all that crime goes down in there? Why is it's that? Because those guys have watched Pepe Le Pew. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our episode 10, very special episode tonight. We have a very odd episode ahead of us tonight, and we're going to try and navigate this as carefully as possible because there are a lot of (laughs) pitfalls in this one. Uh, Before we get into the main topic and possibly more importantly, the cancellation of the week, let me once again introduce my good friends, Andrew Sanders and John Morgan. Uh, They graciously make time for this podcast and i just love what these guys have to add in our episodes glad to have you guys here hola como esta guten tag anything new this week for you guys mm. I'm, I'm sick john is sick i'm he sick. got the rona and now no. he's gonna have to be <clears throat> anally swabbed no 14 no. times I, a day i confirmed that it is in fact not uh, COVID, which means oh. that whenever I talk about it, I always have to say this is non-COVID related sickness. They still don't believe you. No, they don't believe me. All the other diseases just kind of disappeared, so I, I don't think I believe you either. <coughs> well, I'm not muting my cough, so you guys are just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> I There might be somebody listening that thinks they can actually catch it over the mic. We yeah. we may be at that point in society, and that's, that I, we should embrace that. Um, because the fear is good. We want to be feeling as much fear as possible. My heart strains with fear each and every day, and I'm pretty sure that's why I'm getting stimulus checks. Now, getting into this week, there seems to be cancellations running rampant. I mean, we still have to pick and choose what we cover because cancel culture is just infectious right now. Uh, We have a weekly show, and it's still hard to keep up. I love it. It's great. I love our society. I love that people are being canceled for the way they were born. 
So getting into the cancellation of the week, we've got a little skunk cartoon from the 50s getting the boot. Uh, Pepe Le Pew allegedly promotes rape culture, which is the argument here, and we're going to get into that. But first off, can I just point out that I think it's interesting that an animal, which I do have to say because people might not know, is not a human, uh, is being completely ridiculous with another animal. Again, so you guys know animals are not humans. And the point of the show, in my mind, is that no one in their right mind in a million years would ever even think about doing what he does. That's what makes it so ridiculous. It's a ridiculous cartoon because it's a perv skunk in love with a cat that he thinks is another skunk. It's not a documentary (laughs) or a scientific show. I think what is way more disturbing is people watching that and thinking, yeah, this makes rape acceptable. The people canceling Pepe might have some issues that go far beyond a cartoon skunk that is out of his mind. I mean, if you look at a skunk that's a cartoon on TV and the first thing you think of is rape, I don't think the problem is the cartoon. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't think it's like a 50s brainwash kind of narrative. Like, you guys can't watch this. It might turn you into a rapist. Don't you smoke the reefer. I'm not a raper. I think that what is way more disturbing. Well, the, so the people canceling Pepe might have some issues that go way beyond a cartoon skunk that is out of his mind. Everything is context, people. I mean, look at WAP, it's a piece of music. Of art, if you will. Yeah. And I'm not one to argue against that, but look Bad. at those Song lyrics. of the year. Song of the year. Did it get... So it, it got Song of the Year? I think so. Yeah, well, Cuomo won an Emmy, too, so it's about where we yeah. are with that. Who cares about killing 16,000 elderly people, right? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about how he touched a woman's face at a wedding. That takes the, <laughs> the highlight off of that. So they can cancel him, make him the sacrificial lamb, and from what I'm hearing, they're doing it for touching people's faces at a wedding. Yes, exactly. All in the just so that they can completely avoid the story in which he passed legislation that commanded people, uh, these resting homes, to take sick elderly people back, knowing they had COVID. Infecting. That's the story. The story is not that he touched some lady's face, but that is much more culturally acceptable than you know killing people old people who cares about 16,000 old people look at how bad Pepe Le Pew is you guys that's what we want you to talk about if you looked at that simply written on paper out of context it would look horrible Pepe Le Pew or I'm sorry so you look at the lyrics of WAP and I don't have a problem with it neither should you I do uh, I have a problem. I'm well, offended. that's your opinion, but I don't see her music being taken off because you're offended. That would be wrong. Right. She doesn't right? care about me. She doesn't care about you, and neither should she. Now, why is it the other way around with Pepe <laughs> Le Pew? It all changes when it comes to a 1950s cartoon. If you looked at yeah. uh, some of the things comedians say, they talk about murder yeah. constantly in this day and age. And if you took what they said and took it out of context, it would look horrible. Yeah, Bill Burr made a joke out of punching women, so. He's going to be the next one to, uh, he's, he's, they're trying he to might be the him. next one to get canceled. Yeah, I, I've seen uh, some stuff, because he, he spoke at the, uh, what was the award ceremony he uh, he spoke at? The, gra- um, the Grammys? Grammys, yeah. And, uh, was it? I don't know, I'm guessing. I, I think so. 
But anyways, he brought up uh, feminist feminism. He's like, what? He's like, I'm probably offending feminists right now. Why is this this straight white male up here, you know, talking about? Because he was trying to. Uh, one of the pr- people getting the award was like a, a Hispanic name that he was having a hard time pronouncing or something like that. Uh, anyways, yeah, that uh, that triggered some people, and they're already calling for cancellation of him. Can we kick him out of the country for that? I don't <laughs> think so. I like Bill Burr. If he wasn't yeah, was so the, profane, uh, I'd watch a lot more of him. Bill Burr criticized for mispronouncing. <laughs> he was really name. good in The Mandalorian. He didn't get canceled. Yeah, he's a. He's Why a didn't he dude. come out and back up Gina Carano? That's what I want to know. He did actually. Uh, oh, did kind he? Of, yeah, yeah. He, oh, he good for him. came out and talked about what a what a great person she is, and uh, I don't remember all the details, but he's definitely like very supportive of her from. From what I've seen, comedians right got to stick together. Anybody in Hollywood's got to stick together because cancel culture ultimately wants to cancel comedy. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'll actually agree with is that they say that anyone can be a rapist, and that's true. Kind of stereotyped rapist is like, you know, these hooded guys in dark alleys, but, you know, it's a, it could be anybody. It's just, but the whole thing just takes personal accountability out of it. And ultimately, it's, it's uh, racist and, and uh genderist but um it i completely lost where i was going with that but most people would would rather record an event than get involved and take action in defense of somebody anyway and get their phone out and make a tiktok video out of it that's the that's the real sickness that's the real sickness is these people they don't actually care about the pathology they just want to they just want to get it on tape so that they can get a bunch of likes for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of my big beef with, uh, you know, the anti-gun legislation. It's like, no, everybody should be carrying a gun. Like a pocket knife. Like anything else. It's a tool. You'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Because if somebody's getting assaulted in a parking garage, what are you going to do? Call the police? It's going to take them at least five minutes to get there. And at that point, the crime's already going to be committed. I'm sorry, man. I love police, police officers. I mean, you know, I think there's but some they're not work genies. to do there. But they're not genies in a bottle. And, and the truth of the matter is, is that the police don't stop crime. They arrest criminals. Right. After the crime's been committed. It's just yeah, the way it is. They don't show up is. until the crime has been committed. It's not like, what's that movie, Minority Report? It's not, <laughs> yeah, like they're, yeah. it's not like they're showing up, you know, like, well, Mr. Morgan, in about approximately five minutes, you are going to, you know, assassinate that ketchup bottle. It's like, what are you talking about? Can we cancel that instead? Can we cancel people not being able to defend themselves this week? Can we cancel people trying to take away our ability to defend ourselves from being murdered? Don't tell them to cancel a cartoon from 1950. What do you think is going to be more effective? A woman who's trained in firearms, who's a legal gun owner, or canceling Pepe Le Pew and taking her gun away? What's going to stop the the crime here? Canceling a show and not letting her have a gun? Or letting her have a gun? I don't know. So I think it's fear. I think it's publicity. I think the Pepe Le Pew thing, uh, getting to it, allegedly he was canceled from Space Jam 2, which they're saying had, I fact-checked it, apparently, quote-unquote, fact-checked it. They said it had nothing to do with him being canceled. It was just a new director. I bet it was LeBron James. LeBron James didn't want to work with Pepe Le Pew. That's my guess. I've heard they've gotten into it in the past, the two of them. So 
Yeah, so I mean, John, Andrew, you got, what do you guys think about Pepe Le Pew? Do you think it's justified? Do you think we should be canceling that cartoon? Do you think it's going to have an effect on society? Because if it, if you could no. show me statistically, it has an effect. Fine. Well, you couldn't. It's un, it's unprovable. But I mean, the whole point, you know, is is uh, philosophical, and you know, it'd be just as easy to prove that. Oh, I don't know. Pick anything. I mean, it's just pick yeah, pick anything. I mean, the sky's the limit. You know, Bugs Bunny was the master dragon of the KKK, or the Elmer Fudd is responsible for all of the mass shootings in the world. He had a gun. It's true. He did have a gun, and he was constantly putting it in people's faces. Winnie the Pooh had a gun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was strapped. That's right. Or like, uh, yeah, like uh, Mowgli is responsible for... Like the the death of wolves in America. Yeah. I don't know. Comedy itself is irresponsible. I don't think people should be allowed to laugh anymore. It personally offends me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. Like, sometimes before I go to bed, I just like to have a laugh. And I find it more and more difficult to find <laughs> to find a, uh, a, a comedian that makes me laugh. Like a new one. Yeah, you get this weird mix where some of the comedians are trying to toe the line... And then the ones yeah. that are just being funny, they get canceled. Like, yeah. where do you go from there? Joe Rogan is an exception. Bill Burr is an exception. Uh, Brian Regan, he's actually kind of come out of the surface again. He was I didn't really see him for a while there. He's pretty funny. Yeah, I watched yeah, some yeah. of his new special. I like that guy. He's good, um, but he, he's actually a pretty clean comedian. He's, he's Super clean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's towing the line. He's always been kind of a clean comedian, but he is funny. Because he's not doing it to toe the line. It's just his style. But Joe Rogan, he don't care about nothing. <laughs> he's going to do what he's going to do, and that's why he's so popular. And that's why CNN, Fox News, everybody's sweating because he's getting more views than they are. I'll tell you what's getting a lot of views right now is this game that John's playing, and it's got me intrigued. It's this space simulator. Um, why don't you give him the lowdown oh, on what yeah. this game is, John? Because I think it's really in- indicative of where we're going as a species exploring space. It's, it's been around for a while. It's not a new game. Um, it, it has, I think, three or four DLCs that have come out over time. Yeah. And the name of the yeah. game is Elite Dangerous. And the premise is that you are a commander of your own ship. There's no getting out and walking. It's a space flight sim. So it's not like No Man's Sky where you can fly to different galaxies and get out, walk around, do stuff. This is it's just flying a ship. That's all you're doing. But the uh the immersion is really good. And uh the the level of detail is also really good. Not just of what you can ac- accomplish in the game uh amongst the three main faction and the hundreds of smaller factions. Uh, but along with the the mission completing uh, and the different roles that you can take up uh, as to whatever you know spikes your fancy, um, you can go mining, uh, you can be a privateer, uh, you could just be a stand-up dude going around righting wrongs. Um, you can you can trade. Uh, the economy in the game is pretty substantial. I mean, we had a lot of fun. Uh, figuring out the economy in GTA and making a lot of money there, this economy blows that economy away. 
Like, the level of depth in the economy is absurd. In fact, I wouldn't even really try and take the game seriously without going online and uh, and looking up a couple different websites that, that track the game's economy so that you can find the best places to sell stuff. Because, I mean... I, Part of that is the the, uh, the size of the game, uh, the size of the galaxy. I think it takes place in the Milky Way galaxy, but the number of systems and planets is absurd. Uh, it's just huge. I want. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Earth. <laughs> nope, not going to Earth. It's like I forget how far, but it would it would probably take me a like a month of gameplay to get there. It's just not worth it. Uh, maybe down the road would be something to get me there faster. But now in this game, corporations are essentially military factions at this point. They own territory. Yeah, basically. yeah I think that's where it's going too, which is why um, Space Forces, you know, was developed uh, and funded uh, because you know space, the final frontier. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, absolutely, I absolutely agree with that. Um, especially you look at like what's going around in uh, in our in our universe. The cool thing about this game is that it, it just kind of takes on like what's actually happening in the real. So you know, there's just massive uh, amounts of news about you know um, summits amongst the factions and all this stuff that you can eventually get get involved in, but also just the uh, the happenings, the natural happenings inside the galaxy. Like it w- wasn't uh, too long ago. It was this month. Astronomers uh, are watching a, a supermassive black hole, an SMBH. It just it just sounds I don't know. It sounds suspect calling it an SMBH. But a supermassive black hole. You know, they generally thought they would just sit there, but um, they're moving around. This one is uh, 230 million light years from Earth, and it's it's moving. At a speed of around 110,000 miles per hour, and and they don't the scientists astronomers don't know why, and that's just cool, you know. It's just constantly uh, seeing uh, things do things in space that we don't understand. The same thing happens in the game, you know. I think uh, I thought all black holes kind of moved because, like, at the center of most galaxies, there's there's usually a black hole, is what they figured out, right? Yeah, but I think the uh, the black hole in the galaxy is generally static, except for however the galaxy is moving in relative to the universe, right? So it's not like the black hole is moving around the galaxy. No, it's no, fi- but it, it's fixed all of in the it. middle. Because this, uh, this particular black hole is like moving the within the galaxy. Yeah, it, you're saying? Yeah, it's yeah, it's like it's actively moving. Because to get things straight, galaxies move. Everything is moving. Right. Because there's been galaxies that crash into each other. Oh, yeah. Or that are currently in a collision course that scientists are tracking. So That's true. Can you you imagine if we collided with another galaxy? Could you imagine being in the middle of it? because they say that (laughs) when galaxies collide, a lot of times the stars and planets are still, yeah, they're so far apart still. That right. it almost doesn't do much. They basically say it would just be a, a spectacularly beautiful event. Yeah, and I forget how old um, the light is. Like, if if people are like, oh, I wish I could go back in time, all you have to do is look up at the stars. Mm. Yep, the light yep. that you're seeing is so old that you're looking at light that is ancient, like ancient. 
Well, if you were far enough away and you cool. had a power on, if you had some crazy technology that let you see Earth, many people know this, you could see the dinosaurs right now. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Theoretically, I've heard that. Theoretically. Um, yeah. Now, in this game, you can mine. And what, what I find interesting about that is that I read the first trillionaire will be a space miner. Like, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and you look at the two richest men, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. They're both going to space. Obviously, I think they have plans to mine asteroids yeah. and whatnot. I bet Elon will be the guy who does it. Jeff Bezos will be the guy who moves it around, you know? We'll see what happens. It's basically right now, it's who gets the technology first. Who can right. who can do it first? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be super dangerous, um, but highly lucrative. You're going to get mm. a lot of uh, really pure, rare metals out of these things. And, uh, you know, just like in the game, too, um, eventually we'll have you know, ships that we can fly that have all this mining equipment on it and you'll be doing it yourself. So I'm sitting in my recliner, you know, with Spotify on, listening to 80s rock and, you know, just finding uh, finding asteroids to uh, to break apart and, uh, and pick, you know, pick the, collect the minerals out of. How long do you, how long until you think you, how long until you guys think we're there? Because I think collectively you two have a pretty good grip on space goings. In your own perspective, uh, how long do you think to, we got to that that level? Not not the game, but to the level where yeah, we're listening to Spotify in the space station while we're mining an asteroid with our drones. Uh, probably the next fifty years, I would think. Andrew, what do you think? Mm, well, we're going to Mars first. It seems like, and I know there's more stuff going on with the moon too. They want to like build a, a base out on the moon. China has already done that. They did what? Built a base on the dark side of the moon. You lie. Uh, hey, man, I'm just letting you know. Where are you getting this information? Where from? from Did Pepe tell you this? F- from the mouth of the galactic news media. Chinese base on moon. Yeah. China plans to build a base near the moon's no, south they've, pole. They've, they've done it already. No, they plan to. I, I don't think they even have a very sophisticated space program, and China? I could be wrong. But I mean, they're not—they're not anything compared to Elon Musk, as far as I know. I well, mean, I, I could be wrong. I'm there. not an expert. All of his stuff is made in China. Well, you can make anything in China. You can make iron in China, but it doesn't mean you know how to make a super Iron Man suit out of it. I think if China could do it, we would know about it, but. It's interesting. Why, I, why would America... I don't see a reason why we, we, that information would be hidden from us, from our own government. Wow. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know. see why... Probably be, uh, people would be terrified, I think. People are irrational. They are... I think, generally, humanity has just become very weak-minded. There is that swayed. side of things. They, they do feel they need to protect us from a lot, maybe more than people, they, they should yeah. as a government. People, people are more comfortable being afraid than they are being courageous. Hmm. There's a good point to that. Um, I have looked into China's space program because I find space flight uh, fascinating. Uh, I do know they're working on some scary technologies. Yeah. Technologies that aren't necessarily good for humanity. Um, so there, 
I think I think there is going to be wars possibly fought on the moon and on Mars because who owns the moon? Who owns Mars? Well, you could say who owns it, but realistically, well, it's whoever lands there first and takes over it. I think they've already sold most of the real estate on the moon. What the heck? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Like you could buy a plot of land on the moon. Hmm. It's what would interesting. You do with your plot of land on the moon. I'd grow I'd have a farm, man. I'd grow organic yeah, vegetables. I'd grow carrots and I would attract Bugs Bunny and I I would shoot him. And that would be the <laughs> <end>. <laughs> What would you do if Pepe Le Pew came over there? Uh, I would never turn my back to him. <laughs> hey, you get that out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, space 50 shot. years i think 50 years is a good is a good guess to be at the point where we're mining asteroids um yeah militarizing space that's scary because there's there's uh, conflicts that. in space in this game our satellites are shooting their satellites really I've heard of these yeah. capabilities but it's all classified it's hard to really know what's going on up there but I highly doubt that we don't have those capabilities already. Um, there's things that kind of give the inclination that they've militarized space a long time ago. Huh. Well, the more crap they send up to, uh, <laughs> you know, the more the more uh, satellites and things. That's why they're being really careful with the uh, these satellites that Elon's sending up for the internet. What's it called? Star- again? Starlink, uh, yes. Starlink, yeah. Because there's so many the of more, them. Yeah, yeah. It's so much space junk up there. If they uh, if they put too much, then we're we're gonna be stuck here. <laughs> It'll be like too dangerous mm-hmm. to even launch a a, a rocket up. So. John, I want to hear uh, the Chinese base story. I want to hear everything you you know about it, whether it's true wow. or not. I find it fascinating. Well, supposedly, you know, there have been there were some pictures taken by uh, um, satellites orbiting the moon that showed. Uh, objects on the surface of the moon that that were too um angular to be natural phenomena mm-hmm. and based on their placement and their shape and complexity uh it was just, it was surmised that it was a base hmm why do we think it may be china and not maybe because russia because as a as an american uh china is is the evil empire so <laughs> if i were chinese i would say that america is the evil empire but right. i'm not i'm american so that's just not the reality of the situation um cuz there's probably a uh podcaster in china right now going you know americans have uh, a base on the dark side of the moon yeah they got a rover up there China is right. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, how hard would it be to really be able to to build a base on the moon? What are the 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 logistics of I don't that? Think it would be that difficult. I mean, apart from the fact that um, you need to have some kind of a sustainable oxygen source, uh, food, water, you know, basic necessities, and really, it's just a matter of getting all the supplies there to build this stuff. It's yeah. not like I mean, gravity is is lesser. It'd be easier to move this stuff around. Yeah, um, they've got like water. True. So I yeah. I know they were like they shot that little rocket up to. <laughs> 
to blast debris up to analyze it and they found water um, hmm. that they could use as like a, a cement additive or whatever. Wow. Nice. Uh, so I know we did that the U.S. Speaking of, a couple years ago. Speaking of junk, um, the ISS just dumped its biggest piece of space trash ever. <laughs> it uh, all the uh, all the the research going on up there, all the power that they need um, mm-hmm. is all all comes in the form of batteries. They just dumped a huge pallet with two point nine tons of old batteries Dang. into space. Ooh, wow! They just let it go. Well, it'll if it hits the atmosphere, <laughs> it'll burn trash. away. Um, I don't. I guess. Um, it, it, the ISS has it ha, is in a decaying orbit. Like it needs it needs um, thrusters to keep it in orbit. Um, okay. So I would imagine that eventually those that pallet of batteries will like it's going to land in your backyard. Free- if that's the case, we should <laughs> we should just be firing all of our trash into the atmosphere so it can burn up. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I still like the idea of rocketing our trash to the sun. <laughs> It'd be nice to find an efficient way to go to space, man. I mean, imagine being able to go to space from your own garage. Dude, that would totally be my my job as a space dude. Oh, I would, yes. I would be the trash guy. Hey, hey any excuse to be Just up like there, man. picking up trash. And- yeah. <laughs> 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 Andrew just died. I, he I was a great know. host. May that he rest in me. peace. <laughs> that, was me. that was John. It sounded like yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, I, I I did mute it though. I muted it. John and Andrew both just died at the same time, folks. <laughs> yeah, my lungs just yeah. collapsed. It's all good, man. It makes my voice deep and velvety. Well, that's cool, man. I I would. It, that would be really cool if there was a base on the moon. I find that unbelievably intriguing. I mean, the U.S. was camping out, having campouts on the moon in 1969, the 60s. We landed yeah. a module on the moon, and we were camping out. They stayed there. They slept in the thing. They went out, played some golf, whatever, different Apollo missions. They were ca- they were essentially on a 230,000-mile-away campout. <laughs> How cool is that? You're sleeping in your sleeping bag, and you wake up, and you're on the moon. So that's like a mini station right there. They were living on the moon. Um, there is a total amount of days humans have lived on the moon. So I think it is possible to build a base. I know the Army, I believe in the 70s, maybe even the 80s, allegedly had plans to build a base on the moon. For whatever reason, it got scrapped. But I think even then, if they really did what they did for Apollo, maybe even then they would have had the capabilities to make a base. Why not? They had efficient oxygen oxygen scrubbers, somewhat efficient. Um I don't know. It's it's. I think it just would have drained our resources. It's really right. expensive to go to the moon and, and back in those days, even now. But Mars, we're planning on putting a base up there in the in the tw- mid twenty thirties. Yep, they got a rover, that new rover up there, poking around, and mm. they wanna they wanna make uh, the MAV Mars Ascent vehicle to actually send samples back to us so that we can physically view them well how far away are we from sending rovers to build a base for us on mars before we even get there or is that already uh 2028 i think was when they they want to get that 
Mars Ascent vehicle over mm. there to start getting samples back. But as far as a base, I'm not sure. They say that the the first humans that are going to step foot on Mars are alive today. So like, it's going to happen in our lifetime, likely. But exactly when I don't know. But they are like they're they're even like uh, I I think they're starting to. What's the word? Kind of like filter through candidates for uh, the Mars mission because these people aren't going to come back to Earth, basically. They're going to go there and stay there. Cool. I believe Elon Musk said he wants to die in Mars, on Mars, right? I think he's, he I'll said be the that. the first one to die on Mars. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's, it's weird. I imagine going to Mars for the first time, I'm like, this looks exactly like the desert I lived in. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't breathe here without a freaking suit. I got ripped off, man. And then you don't have any human rights anymore because you're not even on planet Earth. Yeah. You're a space pirate at that point. You're a space hole. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, man, it, it's really interesting. I hope, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you know, you got space pirates. I mean, I imagine that becoming a thing once the technology gets there. I mean, why not? I hate space pirates and porch pirates. Yeah. <laughs> all the all the criminals, I bet if they did a study, um, you know, look at Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, all those guys loved Pepe. You know who else loved Pepe? Hitler. <laughs> Satan. Pretty, he, Satan. Cre- <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure no, sure Satan created Pepe. Spawn of Satan. Yeah. And uh, that's why I needed to be canceled, I guess. So what do you think is the most intriguing thing going on with the space program now? Do you think uh, it's just right going to accelerate? Now. Or do you think we've kind of hit a stall? Yeah, what do you think's really happening? No. I don't know. And I don't know. Andrew, what do you think? Well, we're in a weird position uh Everything in space is so freaking far away, you know, light years and light years. So getting out of our solar system would would be incredibly difficult. I mean, the uh, the Voyager you could that travel f- faster than light. Yeah, which <laughs> we're nowhere near that. Uh, I mean, that might not even be physically possible at what, all. I mean, what can travel faster than light? Nothing. <laughs> So that's that's why I'm saying like I you Well it's know. not that it's not that you would be traveling faster than light, it's that you would be bending space. Right. Which we don't know how to do that either, but yet. Yeah. So I mean it, based on uh I guess Einstein's math, it's feasible. That's why they say there there can be wormholes and things like that. Face space can like fold over on itself. It's a Stargate program, man. There you go. We just need a Stargate. You guys really want to get into conspiracy theories. I heard from somebody that I don't want to. I heard from somebody that knows, you know, I've heard from somebody that is actually pretty reliable. Um, that they're the, allegedly the government's been working on a Stargate program for many years now. Nice. Or some kind of. Um, like a working cover? version of it. And if they so if they have UFOs like if you want to get really deep in the rabbit hole if they're back engineering UFOs that crashed all the way back in Roswell and they've been studying these things for seventy years now 
Um, you know, there could have been maps in there. Maybe they've learned how to build these stargates by back engineering these UFOs. I mean, if we really have UFOs, like Bob Lazar states, and Joe Rogan believes could be true, which are, they're educated people. They have some deep reasoning as and convincible evidence. Well, not evidence, but theories as, as to why they exist. Um, if we're there, I mean, who knows where we've been? Who knows what, what, what we're capable of? I mean, if we had UFOs, it shows why the government seemingly just stopped developing space programs in the public's eye after the Apollo That's missions. True. Like, yeah. they just, they weirdly slowed progression on it to a level that doesn't make strategic sense. It got really expensive, too. And I think they shifted gears because they're... The level, the technology progression in space vehicles, kind of plateaued. Like they, they're just they're not really making much progress. But satellites and investigative technology, you know, like telescopes and uh, you know, for the Hubble, for instance, um, you know, these unmanned technologies mm. are. Uh, are much more adaptable to the need and they don't require people like you don't have to risk lives to do it which is why i think you know satellites and and uh, other unmanned uh, vehicles are are being developed rather than trying to create something right away that a human could travel in because nobody wants to as much as there are people out there that would sacrifice themselves in the name of going to space it's just the general public you know doesn't get behind programs where people die needlessly right unless unless you're china (laughs) yeah um well i think it's that's a good point you make john so in the public's eye it appears that space travel plateaued a long time ago many years ago what's the government been doing what have they plateaued or they just did they just want to bring it out of the public eye because I think we really? covered this pretty well in the last nine episodes. The government is doing nothing. In our eye, I think I think there's <laughs> there's evidence of black programs that we have no way to know of. You know, I mean, how long was the F one seventeen classified? We didn't know about that plane or the B two. We didn't know about those planes for so many years. They were old, redundant technology by the time we found out about them. Right. Um, I've heard you know so. It, the, the government, we're not talking about politicians who done, do nothing here. We're talking about deep military stuff that, that has incredible technology that we have no idea about. Now, what have, what have they been doing in space? Because we know it's not nothing. They're doing something. And I find that absolutely fascinating. Because I don't believe for one second that they don't have some really cool shit up there that we just aren't right. allowed, that's That's classified. And just technologically speaking... I find that absolutely fascinating. It's just cool. Because, I mean, if you can get the technology to own space, you essentially, you, you know, you have, the, you have the, the favor over any country that opposes you at that point. You know, if you're able to shoot a laser down and start fires in the country or wherever, <laughs> which allegedly there's pictures of these lasers coming down from the sky, I kid you not, that allegedly were starting some of these wildfires in California. That's a real conspiracy theory. And there's pictures to back it up. I'm not saying I believe it, but 
they're saying that there's a, there was these satellites that purposely started these California wildfires. And there's these pictures of these seemingly beams coming down from the sky, as crazy as it sounds. And it doesn't yeah. seem something that's so out of our... I mean, the military has high-powered lasers that could deactivate hardware in the sky from really far away. Yeah, Dr. Evil had a laser. <laughs> With His sharks want, had freaking laser beams on them. A laser? He had it on the moon. That's it. The Chinese are basically copying... <laughs> freaking uh, <laughs> they're Austin copying Powers. Dr. Evil yeah, yeah they're copying they're, Austin Powers <laughs> they're literally yeah they got they just watched Austin Powers like that's it that's what we need to do they, that's their game plan <laughs> they even do the air quotes when they say laser laser beams Magma. actually there's uh, there's technology out there um, that some scientists are, are going to try to use uh, by by pushing spacecraft um, with light from a high powered laser. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've heard of that yeah. technology because they're they're using it to, um, you know, uh, absolute zero. How how that's like the theoretical lowest temperature that you can achieve where molecular movement ceases or whatever. Uh, yeah. And apparently, like. So, so heat is like a finite thing, like heat dissipates. And, uh, so that's something that scientists say will happen in how many billions of years, but, uh, uh, heat will eventually be gone. You know, there, there, there's only so much of it, so much can be created, so many resources, this, that, and at some point, uh, the universe will will uh experience this heat death is what it's called but uh they're they're doing i, I don't know it, it's like billions and billions of years away they say but uh they're doing experiments to try to see if they can get anything to that level of of cold and uh, they're using lasers to do it nice. uh, but it's kind of interesting that like at that point even gas will solidify like oxygen will be solid everything will be solid no wow. movement uh but yeah they're using lasers for that so i have heard of that like laser technology to, to well this is this is called uh, breakthrough star hmm. shot and basically the uh, the premise is is um you know the nearest star alpha centauri it, you know, a standard rocket, so it would take about 100,000 years to get there. But Breakthrough Starshot wants to do it in 22 years. And the way they're going to do it is is they're going to send all these probes up in a in a mothership, right? And then once the mothership gets to space, they're going to release the probes, and they're going to unfurl reflective sails. The sails are like four meters across, um, but just a, like just really, 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 th like super thin, Um and then at the center of each sail is a is a camera, a processor, and battery and transmitter. And then from the ground, a ground based grid of lasers, like a kilometer across. Like this, I think this is why it hasn't been done yet because it's ludicrous. But um, it fires more than a gigawatt of laser energy into the sky. And then the those beams converge. Uh, on the probes for like 10 minutes accelerating them to 15 to 20 percent of the speed of light and that's how they're going to get there in 22 years that's get where nuts. again 
Alpha Alpha Centauri. It's the next closest star. Hmm. That's really cool, man. I, I love it that you I love it that you guys know so much about this stuff. I love talking with you guys. Um, it's just really interesting, and it, it blows my mind. And certainly, I didn't know either of those things you guys were were speaking on, and it's fascinating. Wow. So using lasers, lasers to tra- to 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 move to move through space and time. Yeah, I doesn't get any I cooler than that. Yeah, it's cool. I I think the that particular plan is like defunct because they need a laser array, you know, a grid, a <clears> network <throat> of laser arrays, a kilometer <clears throat> across. It's just like, and then a a gigawatt of power. It's just like, <laughs> uh, like you know what I guys. find fascinating is that we have so many people with so many great ideas, and we have to find somebody that says that decides which ideas go forward. Like who? Yeah, right. What a tough job that is, or even for a council, like to decide. Well, I, who, I don't even know if it's a council. I think I, just getting the funding to get that done it would be. It's I so mean, hard. It it was uh, I don't know what was the name of the guy who uh, put money into it. Some famous Yuri Milner, uh, who's a he put seventy million uh, pounds, uh, seventy million pounds uh, from Yuri Milner. And the project was backed by uh, Stephen Hawking, so mm. it's not like it's. Com- I guess it's not completely uh, out of the out of the like normal normalcy space time, but whatever. I guess if it's a good enough idea, if it's plausible enough, if you could make a case for it, you will find a backer. There's enough yeah. rich-ass people trying to go to space. Right. But choosing those ideas, being smart enough to know which ideas are viable, then f- making all the dots connect, you know, in a world that has a, you know, only a limited number of resources to do these things, getting to decide who champions these ideas um, and making it all work like Elon Musk has is very rare to have all those qualities to do what Elon Musk has done is truly exceptional. Um, because you can have all the money in the world, be the richest guy in the world, like Jeff Bezos, but Elon Musk has made the progress he's made because it's not because he had a lot of money. He it's because he got to that point with his mind, you know, in, in the engineering that he's been able to, uh, to um, bring out of these these people and the teams has been able to build to do this. It's just another level of intelligence. And it's so hard to try to fathom where things are going to be in 50 years because these you get somebody like Elon Musk, it's like it's hard to quantify his intelligence and where he can really take things. Um, I mean, the guy's landing rockets back on Earth, making them reusable. 20 years ago, that just would have seemed... Totally sci-fi, just impossible almost. My headphones, uh, my headphones died on me, so I had to plug them in. So I was, <laughs> I was absent for a minute there. Just no, it's all good, bro. You didn't miss much. All right, right on. Right just, on. just, yeah. Well, I really appreciate you guys showing up tonight. It's kind of a different episode, all over the place. But I, I had a lot of fun. I always have a lot of fun with you guys. Do you guys have anything you guys want to add? Before we no, shut the sucker down. Pretty much the only thing left to talk about, well, not the only thing, but is um, um, quantum physics. 
which I think we could probably do an entire show on quantum physics. Yeah, it sounds like a kind of a complex topic. <laughs> well, it's multifaceted. You know, there's so many applications to quantum physics that um, I mean, you could easily spend an hour talking about that science. Oh, yeah. Entang- entanglement. You know, Einstein laughed at it, but it's like a it's like a real thing now. You know. Yeah. I mean, if you take anything away from this episode, don't let uh, cartoons convince you to rape people. Uh, <laughs> we're doing some cool stuff in space. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a bizarre world we live in. Interesting times. But, you know, as, as long as I get to chat about it with you folks at the end of the day, end of the week, I'm okay. Yeah. It's all good. It's therapeutic, man. I think it's therapeutic for the listeners. I look forward to Monday nights every week getting to chat with you guys. So we'll see what happens this week. I mean, it's it's always something new. I wanted to cover the uh, the up the I wanted to cover the Oprah Winfrey interview with uh, the royal couple, but there was nothing to cover. So there you go. There's that story. Like, what's the deal? They're 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 not happy with things over there, so they move over here. You know nothing less than somebody who did watch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to get caught up on that, there you go. <laughs> and uh, love you guys. Thank you for sticking with us so long. The uh, It's really great to have you guys along. If you want to reach out to us, Instagram is probably the best place to follow us for our little skits and uh, our comedic comments. Everyone is canceled, 1L, on Instagram. If you want to follow us on Facebook, everyone is canceled, 1L. Uh, John, Andrew, my bros, thank you very much for joining me yet again. You guys are awesome. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. It really is. You guys are awesome. Um, Really appreciate the insights, and I will see you guys and everyone listening next week. Happy gaming. Take care. Yeah.